everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And we owe you guys, our dear listeners, a sincere apology, I think. Don't you agree, Emily? No. <laughs> no? I'm not apologizing for anything. I apologize for nothing. No, I, I do. I do. I do apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot what we were talking about here, and I instantly went to the no, and I'm supposed to say yes. Say yes. Yes, I apologize. Oh, boy. Okay. It's a good, good start. start. Good start to the episode. We, we need to issue an apology to our listeners for our previous episode about the eclipse, because we, uh, we got a lot of flack about how we... Uh, Made we ragged on it so much. Of the alignment of celestial bodies. We said it wasn't going to be cool and that it was going to be dumb. And um, we watched it. And mm-hmm. gotta say, it was super duper neat. It was neat. It was really, really neat. It was really neat. To see. We watched it. We were on the beach and we looked up with our special solar glasses. Mm-hmm. And it was neat. Yeah. Just and I, I have not, honestly, it was so neat that I haven't actually taken those glasses off. You're still wearing them right I'm now. I'm still wearing attest. them. I can attest to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how did you enjoy your time in, in South Carolina, John? I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was very interesting because I've the been... The path of totality. Yeah, I've been going to South Carolina with you guys and my family for a long time, Um. And it was really cool to be able to be there with you guys and to see this crazy event. And I know a lot of weird stuff happened during the eclipse. And that's another reason why I need to apologize because I didn't think anything was going to happen. But I myself, um, I actually switched bodies with a pigeon. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think, I guess the the pigeon whose body i now inhabit happened to be maybe flying over mm-hmm. at the at the moment of totality uh-huh po- possibly um mm-hmm. but yeah so so i've just been living in this pigeon body so it was interesting being in south carolina uh where my family lives in sort of a different flesh situation than i yeah. usually am. so i have a question for you john a yeah. follow-up to this because did you did you then board a plane or did you demand your money back seeing as you no longer needed to 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 so, pay to fly so this is actually Since spirit airlines give you your money back is what i'm asking for this is a this is a common misconception so i i know it seems that like just because i have wings now you would think that yeah sure you could just fly yourself back to new york but mm-hmm. i'm very small uh-huh i'm like a regular size pigeon uh-huh so i actually can't i can't do that in one shot i would need I, it would be like a several day trip it would be just like you're you're driving cross country like you wouldn't do the whole thing in one stretch you know uh-huh. you would have to take breaks you have to take and so rest stops yeah exactly so taking the plane was still the the most efficient way the fastest mm-hmm. way for me to do it and okay. so I, I kept, I honored my ticket with Spirit yeah. Airlines. And so, so did you, 
did you bring your your man flesh body with you? Is it is there just a, a I, John um, body just cooing somewhere in the yeah, corner? Yeah, I, I don't Ooh. I don't actually Ooh. know where where my flesh body is. Mm. That's a I I what would like to know what journey this pigeon is taking your body on. <laughs> I, I'd be interested to see just where somewhere. your where body he ends is up. somewhere. Your body's in a subway or a Jimmy John's somewhere, just eating all the leftover bread, <laughs> <laughs> just housing it. You're gonna you're gonna be transported back to your body in the next you know solar event and find out that you're now just 800 pounds from <laughs> just eating so many carbs. <laughs> And it's really, it's really sad. You've learned like four words in the human (laughs) language. It's sad because being in this pigeon form, I have had a lot of experiences with both humans and with pigeons. And from what I can tell. You're just eating out of a dumpster somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not, humans are much more understanding about these things than pigeons are. Mm. So I've been able to keep up my relationships at in this pigeon form so how, sam is cool with this this is something that um that your girlfriend sam is it's something is comfortable we're with. working through but she's she's on my side she's a and, very accepting um, person she is and so we're gonna we're, we're gonna work it out we're gonna uh cross certain bridges when we get to them uh we'll we'll see what happens but yeah so like i was saying pigeons are very mean spirited in general uh-huh. And so I can only imagine that my human form with the pigeon brain inside of it is trying its best to flock with pigeons and find pigeon friends, but I they are not they are not going to to let him join. They're they're going to be very mean about that whole process for him, okay. which is sad to think about. That is that is sad. So yeah. oh, this is bizarre and strange but uh i'd like to move i, I mean it's it's my it's, life yeah it's my mm-hmm. life sure I, I'm it's my so, cross to bear you know? yeah mm-hmm. it's gross and weird and i don't like it so we have an episode for you today we, we do a, yeah we're still gonna we're still to... gonna continue we're the, still gonna our do programming this. as Even usual John yeah, absolutely. Is now a, a pigeon beast god pigeons are so gross i mean at least you're you're comfortable in New York City, you know, and you can That's uh, true. you can indulge in all of your your pigeon loving predilections. Um, yeah, never realized how great birdseed was. Birdseed's like super dope. Yeah, and I you're never gonna start this job at uh, at Whole Foods now, which is great because they just have yeah. those big grain bins, and you can yeah. just indulge yourself there. Please, let's talk about how-tos. Please, okay. I don't want to talk about this anymore. So, uh, the how-to this week, our regular programming this week, is going to be how to ride a bike. Yay! We've taken on a lot of uh, some like difficult topics in the past. Yeah, and this one's a rough one. Well, I I was sort of thinking that this would be one of our, one of our easier topics. Because it, it's sort of basic, as, as far as human or or pigeon life goes riding a bike is one of like the more basic things we learn how to do yeah. i mean in your new body will you even be able be able to ride a bike we're gonna have to find a very small bike and then how would steering work it might have to be a unicycle a I, tiny um, unicycle for you i don't see why it has to be any different oh <laughs> oh okay all right sure 
Um, so I don't know, John, have you ever taught someone how to ride a bike? Do you have any experience in this? I have never myself taught a another being how to ride a bike. So but, this, this is interesting because I have. Have you? I've, I have. I've taught someone how to ride a bike. I, it was out of necessity. Okay. Um, it was in my sailing days and we wanted to go get ice cream and ice cream was like two miles away. And we, one of the, the people, we were all teens at that point, and one of the girls in our group just never learned how to ride a bike, which I was mortified. I was like, how do you go through your childhood life and your adolescence <laughs> without learning how to ride a bike? It seems, seems to me like your parents did you a disservice yeah, by, by not, not teaching, not how to teaching you how to ride a bike. Cause it's let me like tell those you, steps. You start, you crawl, then you walk, then you run, then you scooter, then you bike. You tricycle first normally, and then, then you'll you do the training wheels, and then you do the bike, and it's a whole it's a whole evolution, right, of different ways to get around different vehicles. Yeah. You're just but getting faster definitely... from when you're a toddler to yeah. throughout adulthood. You just get you get faster and faster means until you're breaking the sound barrier when you're 80 years old. Yeah, everybody everybody goes through the same. Oh man, I'm just gonna fucking blast off when I'm 80. I have yeah. a need for speed that cannot be quenched with any sort of uh, typical uh, vehicle. So I'm really excited for when I'm when I'm in my when I'm an octogenarian, just yeah. speed demon, ready to realize my fullest and and fastest potential. Mm-hmm. But this girl, yeah, she had never learned how to ride a bike, and so we were gonna go to get. Uh, ice cream and the, the the thing about it is the older you get the harder it is to learn because you are bigger and also falling becomes a much bigger deal i think we talked about this before like falling is a big yeah. deal as a teenage when you're, when to you're adult little, person you're just, you're just closer to the ground you're close to the ground you're bouncy most of your bones are like cartilage still mm-hmm. remember how much you used to fall as a child like skinning your knee was just like a normal yeah. thing now as an adult if i skin my knee it's like i'm laid up for the day i'm like done with that day i fall i skin my knee i'm done like i'm yeah. out i say this day was a failure and i'm gonna go to sleep and wake up tomorrow because I, I've i ha- I've had enough. That's enough. And you're a kid. You just fall. You skin your knee and you bounce back and everything yeah. is great. It just so it gets girl... so much harder as time goes on, especially in, in my position. Like if I fall down, my my bones are a completely different structure. <laughs> well, than they're hollow. The average so human. Yeah, they're hollow that's, now. That's an issue. So it's a yeah. huge problem. Those but, avian bones. Yeah. But yeah, so we had to teach her how to ride a bike. And let me tell you. That's kind of you. It was, it was kind of us because she did hold us up a lot. And I don't really have tons of patience for that. So I was of the uh, of the camp that this is a simple mechanic and you just go and that's it. But she had that fear in her Yeah. that we don't think about when riding a bike. If you know how to ride a bike, right? You, have, you ride without the fear because you learned when you were a child and fear right. was unknown to you. This girl had lived enough of a life, maybe 16 years, had that fear... Mm-hmm. And so I think that's our bullet point number one is you gotta ditch that fear. You gotta you get over it. You have to overcome it. the fear. Yeah, absolutely. Not overcome. You'd have to forget it. You have to live like you never had it. You know. So okay. I, I think we have to find a way to confront this fear in people, people, and exercise it 
out of them before they can even think about getting on that bike because if you have that fear you ain't you you're not going anywhere she crashed like eight times i get on a bike i'm confident as hell feel fantastic i live without the fear and uh, i have a great time riding my bicycle around i used to ride my bike all the time so how would you go about nixing this fear how would you go about getting a person to forget this fear because my 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 gut reaction to that is to confront the fear and uh -huh. to, to to see it head on and it sounds like this person kind of did that well she did it she did it because she was a hesitant person which i mm -hmm. don't think is uh, she was kind of a quitter you know those people that are kind of quitters yeah. like you you try to introduce them to something they're like no i don't want to do that like instantly yeah. they're they don't they won't even try it they're like no and she was kind of like of that personality and we forced her to try this new thing which was a very and i'm guessing that's why she never learned she was that kid that fell once when she was a child and was like no fuck this and was I'm like done. fuck this i'm done and that's yeah. you can't have that attitude because you don't learn how to do things so that was like obstacle number one is being like no you're gonna ride a bike because we're not we're not allowed to leave you and we desperately want ice cream because this is yeah. the only freedom we're allowed is uh, in this in this hot sticky summery world we have. So that was a, that was a thing. But I think the best way, and I think you're right in having to confront this fear. But you gotta you gotta start bigger because the big fear is falling, right? Right. So you gotta start pushing this person off of stuff. But I don't think okay. they have to. They can't be ready for it. You know, you can't. Pr yeah, you, you have to surprise like, them. I'm gonna push you. Whatever. So start walking close to ledges and maybe like sidewalk curbs and mm -hmm. staircases and just build your way up. So start with, have them walk on the outside of the sidewalk and make sure a car isn't coming, but then just shove them one day. Okay. You know, and f have them fall. Yeah. And yeah, they're going to hate you for it, but they're going to skin their knee and they're going to remember that skinning your knee isn't that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Right? Definitely. Then, then you graduate up. Maybe go to a dock or a pool and shove them in that, you know? And, and then, that's, that's and, super easy. Cause yeah, that, it's you, super. You get a little wet, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, you got a little cushion. You know, yeah. you got a little cushion. And then you move, you graduate even further up. By this time, this person's a little wary around you, but maybe they'll still want to hang out with you. You got to be a pretty engaging and, and charismatic person, I think, for this. And then mm -hmm. you move up to like outdoor staircases, right? And you gotta, because mm -hmm. now they know how to tuck and roll. You know, they're used to falling a little bit. Maybe, maybe you, uh, maybe you alter their shoes in some way so they're falling a lot now and they don't really okay. know what's wrong with them. They're considering seeing a doctor, but they're not quite there yet. So their okay. balance is oriented. Or, and right. So you've just completely gaslighted this person to thinking yeah. that they're insane. Okay, you have to gaslight them a little bit, but not like yeah. thinking they're insane, thinking they maybe just fall a lot now. Like okay. that's a part yeah, of their yeah. life. Maybe they think they're a little bit of a klutz. And then you just push them down the stairs one day. Okay. And they spring up because they've been falling a lot recently. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, they brush and it off like it's nothing. Yeah, and maybe they're, they're like, why did you push me? Point. And you go, oh my God, I just, I, I stumbled or I had a, a mini seizure. <laughs> <laughs> And push them down the stairs, and then uh, you might not be friends with that person anymore. But yeah, uh, I was thinking that you might need to get a couple people <laughs> you need a on couple board. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't because just I feel like they would not want to be around been you at a certain me point. A lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hang out with her anymore. So you have to get a group of people together, and maybe everyone starts pushing this person a little bit, <laughs> and then you all get together and force them onto a bicycle. <laughs> right. That's how I think you get rid of the fear is they just have to fall a lot more than they usually do. Uh-huh. And then it's no big deal. That's good. I yeah. think I think another good way of doing it might be through some sort of 
inception type process you go into their dreams oh. and you 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 incept the ideas of like terrifying bike accidents uh-huh just so they get used to the idea of it and then at a How certain about you just, point like hypnotize might... them and plant false memories in them is there a way that we could implant the false memories of them learning how to ride a bike? Well, no, because you still got to teach them how to ride a bike because they don't really know. But you can in, 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 you could put the false memories inside of them of like falling and being cool and like being all right. Yeah, you falling know? and then being like, "Yo, it ain't it ain't nothing but a thing," and like brushing ain't it off and getting back on that bike. Exactly, and just like all the okay. times you tried and failed, but then persevered, mm-hmm. you know, and continued on. I think that's that that's one of the staples of learning how to ride a bike. Right. Absolutely. Also, you got to get that bike. You got to get the perfect bike for you. Yeah. So that was my first bullet point was, uh, is how to ride a bike. Bullet number one, buy, buy a bike. Buy a bike. Get the bike. Yeah, I guess you, yeah, I guess you don't have to buy it. You can, like, if you find it and it's in good condition, you could just do that. Yeah. And if it's like secured to a pole with a, a particularly flimsy chain, you know, you just get a pair of bolt cutters. That bike is yours now. That's how it works. That's yeah. bike. That's bike rules. And if it's uh, if it's the kind of bike chain that can't be cut easily with bolt cutters, just take a, a like a metal bar or something mm-hmm. and twist it around in the chain and just keep uh-huh. twisting it, and twisting it, and twisting it until it breaks. I've seen that work. Does that work? Yeah. Dude, I'm never paying for a bike again. <laughs> I remember I was I was seeing someone in New York who was very attached to their bike. Uh, to the point where they would not leave it in my, I had like a fenced in, chained up back area, and they would not leave it there, even even bolted up, because mm-hmm. it was a very nice bike, and they had spent a lot of money and time on it. Oh it was God. like a $5,000 bike. It was very fancy. Oh, my God. And so it had to, whenever they stayed the night, it always had to be in my in my living room. Right. Yeah. That's fun. And Whenever cool. they stay the night after, who doesn't you know, love having a dirty a ass of, bike in a there? A lot of milk and cookies. Well, it was pristine. It was a okay, very nice. Right? Yeah, yeah. took very good care yeah, of it. Yeah, was, but it was kind of obsessive and weird. I, I don't go that yeah. far. I love bikes. Like I've had a bike be my primary for, form of transportation before, but it was like an. It's my bike. I love it to death. It's older than I am. It was. It's like a 1970s huffy. <laughs> that is, yeah. It's cool. It's got shift switching and it's made of steel and it's fantastic and I love it to death and it is slow as anything and this is not interesting. So, yay. Actually, I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. (laughs) You do that. I'm not going to stop the recording. Just go and do that. Okay, cool. I'm sorry, Jen. It's okay. I had so much coffee. Yeah. I'm sweaty. What's funny is that Emily thinks that I'm going to cut out all of this. She thinks that I'm going to cut out like a little bit before when she said she had to pee and then cut out all the silence and then just cut back, make it seem like it never happened. But that is absolutely not true because I want you guys to know that she waited and then peed in the middle of our recording. (laughs) Because I think it's important. <laughs> I will cut out most of the silence because it's been a long time. 
Were you talking to the people without me? No. Oh, okay, sure. All right, awesome. So bikes. Bikes. I so I I said buy a bike. I think getting over fear is good. Mm -hmm. We talked about that. Learn about physics. This is like before you ever even set foot on a bike. We've got a lot oh, of. Oh, so stuff you know the rules preemptive. and you have the confidence. Exactly. You need to. You need to back up your your bike riding with a lot of knowledge about how it, the whole thing works so i think learning mm -hmm. about physics is super important you need to go out maybe take a physics course mm -hmm. read read that physics textbook front to back make sure you've got all those concepts nailed and uh, there will be a test i don't oh, but have you you've never taken physics in your life in high school did you? Mm hmm I took physics, and it was awesome, but we didn't and talk about- And it was super important to your learning how to ride a bike. Yes. Actually, didn't know how, how to ride a bike until I took physics. Uh, I believe I learned to ride a bike at around age five or six, and so uh -huh. I had to take that in-depth, you know, as we all do, the right. in-depth physics course. Maybe that was this girl's problem, is she, she failed the physics class. You know, as a young really, child. Yeah, that, that really hinders a lot of confidence. Yeah, and it affects what, you know, preschools you get into and everything. So Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you don't pass that bike physics test, then uh, then they kind of, they figure you're a dummy and you get put in these, the stupid classes from, from the get-go. And that's right. pretty, yeah. that's a pretty harsh judgment to place on a young child. Yeah, but it's I very think tough it's to fair. be put in that situation. I think it's fair. I think you need to know how to ride a bike. And I think you need to, to understand that it's okay to, 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 I was going to say it's okay to fall down, but it's also not, it's okay, wait, what? It's not okay to not understand complex algebra at a young age, but it's totally cool to like fall down your, and skin your knees. Yeah. It's yeah, a mixed absolutely. message we're sending to today's children, but yeah. it, it, it needs to be conveyed. Right. Maybe it, I'm not the best person to convey it, but it does <laughs> need to, it needs to happen. Practice your balance. That's super important. That's like, mm -hmm. that's half of riding a bike is balancing. Yeah. And so I think you need to, Tightrope walking is a big balance activity that I think is important oh to God. learn. Was slacklining a thing in your college? Yeah. Or did you have like the idiot slackliners? Yeah. Did you ever do it? I never did no. it. I always saw that we had a really great place in my college campus where where there were a lot of trees and you always had the slacklining kids that mm -hmm. I always, they were like, they're the hacky sackers of today's yep. college yeah, that's population. Really yeah. They're the Technology. new hacky sack they circle are the new hacky is the slackline kids. Cause we didn't have any of those, but we, I think we had it a was lot like of like, they were always dressed. They always looked exactly how like the stereotypical hacky, hacky sack sackers. kids looked. I think they've just evolved to a new activity and it's slacklining. Slack they line. never they never invited me to slackline to slackline so i never i think it's one I, of those things like you gotta look it. like them and you just gotta kind of like roll up and be like that's dope but you maybe bring like a doobie with you okay so they know that you're cool right right, right. and then then they'll let you onto their specialized slacklining equipment which is yeah. i just where do they pick up this skill and how do they find each know. other it's such a weird know. thing. But jokes on them. I didn't have to do 
I'm really good at slacklining now. Mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time on like telephone poles and stuff, and it's telephone really... poles are are vertical. On uh, telephone lines. Oh, I, mean. I was like, I'm wow, sorry. he's really good. He can walk up just my, vertical surfaces like a goat. My very small pigeon brain is. Yeah. It's difficult. It, it doesn't. Uh... Yeah. Are you gonna answer that, John? I'm not. You know, you really should silence your phone before you start recording because it's really fucking rude. It is a. You... It is a house phone. I don't know what that is. I don't think I don't understand anyone that. should have a house phone anymore. I don't understand I don't that think there's concept. any reason why you should, but it's I'm okay. In an, I'm in an office right now. Hold on one second. I'm going to do a quick spin in my chair here. Okay. There's not a single telephone in this office. Yeah. Like a you don't God's need a honest telephone. And this is like an, uh, there are many computers I see. <laughs> Four computers, <laughs> anyway. zero telephones. That's that's the modern office. I'm glad this is over now. That's I'm not gonna cool. put. I'm not gonna put our grandma on blast right now. So tightrope walking. It's uh, it's a good skill to learn if you want to learn about balance. Also tai chi. Ooh yes. Yeah, it's all is about balance. It's all about balance. All about the yin and yang. I thought yang. it was just about sit, standing in a park and moving very slowly. Yes. You have to. So lots of parts. They're standing like a... on what they're they're standing in a way that requires a lot of balance, and then moving, mm-hmm. and that that all requires an impeccable balance to mm. to maintain these poses. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Okay. So we got. Okay. So what do we have so far on our journey? We have conquering fear. Conquering fears by a bike. By a bike. Learning physics and balance. Nice. And uh, how about how about listening some sweet motivational tunes? Yes, we need some some good tunes. So, uh, I would like to. Did you see that? Do you feel that segue? How that was it was good. episode thirty three. We're like in our on our grind. We're in our groove, and now we know how to segue and everything. <laughs> We're saying yes more. We're on our grind. That's it's, all I'm saying. It's really good. We're the best it's podcasters. All ha- it's all happening. We're the best podcasters there are. Tell your friends. So, the song we have for you today is called Adam Driver, and it is by a group called Sipper, S-I-P-P-E-R, Sipper. So, please enjoy Adam Driver by Sipper.
Thank you and so gals, much to Sipper. If you liked that song by Sipper, you can check out. I'm probably going to leave a link to their music video. They just dropped that song with a really great music video that I love. So you guys should definitely check that out. And it then is a dope music video. I'm probably going to leave a link. So this will be our first one with two links, but it's fine. Yay! A link to the music video and a link to find more of their stuff uh, if I get around to doing that. So. Ah! I fucked up. John, I messed up. What'd you do? I messed up. What'd you do? I messed up the Sudoku. Okay. Wait, no, I didn't. No, no, no. I think I can Sudoku and podcast. I think I can do it. I, I think I'm going to be the first one. I'm going to be the first one. Okay. Uh, don't yell at me. I don't respond well to it. This is, um. I'm doing my dad's Sudoku be... and he doesn't like when people do them. So I feel like. So there's several like reasons why you shouldn't forbidden. be doing this right now then. I'm, I'm multitasking. Okay. I have ADD. I can do it. That's what ADD means, right? That you can multitask really well. <laughs> I'm an excellent multitasker. Riding a bike. I think once you have all of those things, all that knowledge that we've instilled in you, and you have your bike, uh, <laughs> buy an exercise bike. Also. You gotta start. How's exercise. that gonna help you? You gotta practice the motions. Oh, the pedaling. The pedaling and where your where your hands go. I don't think. That, okay, so I don't wings, think the pedaling. Whatever your situation happens to be. I don't think the pedaling is where people run into problems with. Right, with but if biking, they if they know exactly the how that motion goes, then then it's not gonna be a problem. So I actually injured myself biking when I was a child. It was the last time I ever said, look what I can do. <laughs> and yeah, I was out on, uh, I used to do this thing when I was a child. I would ride my bike with no hands and yes. I was really good at it and I was really proud of myself and I knew how to turn and things. And then one day I was going down my, practicing going down my driveway with no hands and I was, do, I did it a couple times and I was like really happy. This is what I'm talking about, living without fear. Like I don't. I have the fear now, you know, so I don't ride my bike with no hands anymore. I always mm -hmm. use at least one. Uh, John and I were in Charleston, South Carolina, very recently, and uh, we saw a girl, because it's a big biking city, everyone rides their bikes, and so we saw a girl riding her bike down the street texting. Yeah. That is not something I could do now. Yeah. I am like a confident biker, and I, I've biked in New York City, and I've biked in Charleston for many years, and that was like my primary mode of transportation but i don't think i'm confident enough to bike with even one hand and diverted attention right um but yeah i was i was riding down the driveway i did it a few times successfully and i turned over to our neighbor mrs smith and i, I said hey mrs smith look this. what i can do uh -huh. and uh she goes what and then i this went woman down the who driveway. is just passing by just She's enjoying her day yeah She's and i said look what nice i can day. do and I went down the driveway and I fell over and I, uh, yeah, I beefed completely. You hit a curb and then it I it hit a curb, it then... turned and, uh, you know, the, 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 I don't know, whatever. It was bad. I ended up on the ground 
And uh, she goes, oh, my God, are you okay? And I went, I think I, I broke my wrist. mortified this woman. <laughs> and then ran inside and then fainted on our couch. Yes. Um, and then my mom made us eat dinner before she took me to the emergency room because she said it was going to be crowded and they weren't going to see me anyways <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> and so I had to eat dinner. I remember telling we you to, to stop whining because it was probably nothing. Oh, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it wasn't nothing. It was uh, something called a a, buck, a buckle fracture in my uh, in my ulna. So yeah. <laughs> that's fun. And now Emily so, yeah. knows when strange weather patterns are coming. Yeah, because my wrist aches really badly. <laughs> but yeah, so um, biking can be dangerous. Oh man, I'm. You know, I just realized that this puzzle that I'm doing, it's been labeled the very easy puzzle, <laughs> and I couldn't even. I couldn't even do it in the amount of time that song was. So, uh, yeah. Uh, oh man, you're supposed to time yourself too. Yeah. I'm gonna give my. I'm gonna say it's two minutes just to infuriate Dad when I finally finish it. <laughs> okay. So once you've mastered physics and balance and you've mm-hmm. practiced on your exercise bike, how to pedal and everything, then you can finally mount your bike with training wheels. Because you have all the concepts of balance in your head, but you're, uh-huh. you're, not, you're not a master of that balance quite yet. Not so yet. So it's, it's not best yet. to, just like Emily said, you have to, you have to do the turning. You have to practice the turning and everything. The turning is what what fucks people up, man. That's what I'm telling you. So did you ever see that video of the guy who made, who tried to ride the backwards bike? Yes. And if it's like people who have, like kids can pick it up really fast. Yeah. But adults can't because we're bad at Yeah, there's this guy who like did, he like went around doing TED Talks or whatever, like just like motivational speaking you learned I think. To write it. it's about like rewiring your brain yeah it's about rewiring your brain because he had this bike that when you turn the handlebars there were gears that made it so the wheel would turn the opposite direction of where you turn the handlebars and so and people he, were just cheesing it everywhere yeah he tried to <laughs> no he, that's running away they were just they saw this bike and then instantly <laughs> they were just dipped. like nope i'm out <laughs> this is this is not normal and they just like yeah they left yeah and so no he, one would he tried he tragic. like worked for weeks and weeks and weeks trying to learn how to ride this bike and he made a smaller one for his child who i think was like eight years old at the time yeah he and was young kid, and he was like his doing kid it picked it up in like a couple days and yeah, it was his... like all about how children have more have... neuroplasticity yeah they can learn stuff faster look at that that college word i'm whipping them out oh no yeah but i just put a four in a row that i already had a four in so i, I mean like really i'm just saying start i don't have the neuroplasticity once you once you have your training your training wheels on start on start on like a really flat street i want to know i want to know how we did this because i don't remember like learning how to ride a bike our I, mom and dad it took us to a park our mom and, and dad at like, the office it. with you mom is i want to hear from mom hey you mom get, are you on the phone you get her in here now mom are you on the phone come in here we have a question for you i'm gonna have to translate because she can't hear you through the headphones okay? that's fine the people have a question for you well, we have a question for you, and the people need to know. Um, how do you can, here? There you go. A little, close, a little closer to this microphone here. Hi, Arlo. 
he's here too. If I do something bad, he'll bark at me. All right. Um, how, how did we learn how to ride a bike? How did you teach us how to ride a bike? You don't remember these, these wonderful moments? These precious moments. (laughs) You don't remember? The same way everybody learns how to ride a bike. Put the person on the bike and you tell them that you're going to hang on to them, but then you don't (laughs) and you just let them go. Okay, so one of the steps is to establish trust with the person. <laughs> to, make, to make the small <laughs> human trust you. Trust. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, and then just chip away at it. And then squander Although, squander that one, trust entirely. Not, excuse me. Yeah, no, in one fell swoop. <laughs> just, just completely, completely uh, violate that no, trust. But usually by that point they're pedaling and everything. You can tell that you it's cool. You can tell that they are fine. And then you remember that you haven't yeah, taught them how to break or anything. Bushes, but it's all for the good of Yeah, they the fall in the bushes and then they go, well, screw this and screw you, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were friends, but I guess we're not. <laughs> Did any of us actually, were we like, we trusted you? No. No? No. Kit thought he had a broken bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> And you had to be brought inside because you were hurting yourself so much <laughs> that we were afraid. So we had to bring you inside because we said, we'll just try again tomorrow. You know, you just wanted to keep at it until you were completely bloodied. And yeah. we thought that wasn't a great thing. Like a champion. Okay, what about John? John just knew how to ride a bike. Well, they gave up trying to teach John him. is, as you know, the third kid. And I don't remember much. And she doesn't remember <laughs> shit about my childhood. Yeah. Nope, no pictures. Oh, my gosh. We were looking through some family albums and photos. You're dismissed. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Everyone give we a round looking... of applause to Mom. Yeah, we were looking through some family albums and photos um, and discovered that there are a lot of pictures of me mm-hmm. and uh, none of John. There are none. Just none. Yeah. There's some cute ones of me and Kit. Yeah, Kit Some and Emily have like afraid. pictures in albums and and uh, little strands of hair in binders. We like, don't have strands of and, hair. Mom uh, didn't keep our hair. She's not that. And creepy. baby blankets and home videos. No, none of that. And, not the blankets. Uh, that, that, that gross stuff. Our parents uh, weren't stalking us. I don't have anything. Nothing. You know from, that freaky shit like you baby go. John. You go to a friend's house and they have all those binders and stuff with all their kids' info, and it looks like their parents are just really scary stalkers of them. Like, yeah, they I have kid baby teeth and shit. I think that's so freaky. Or like, my friend like pulled out a bag of hair out of her closet once. Yeah, and she was like, "This is my hair from when I was a child." And that's I'm like, "That's fucking just disgusting. disgusting." Throw that away. Like, why that. would you keep that? Children are set gross. that aflame and then run away. Yeah, just set it up. No, don't set it ablaze, man. That's even nastier. The smell really. Yeah, that's why I said to run away. You don't want to smell it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Where the hell does this six go? (laughs) Uh, I think we need to wrap this up clearly. (laughs) (laughs) So start on start on a flat street, then work your way to different speeds and different slopes. Establish trust of the person, and then and then just burn that trust bridge yep. to the ground use the 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 downy family method of just lying then you deceit. can take off your training wheels and then you've mastered a bike you can move on to unicycles you can ride one of those crazy old-timey bikes with a giant wheel on it how does that happen
happen? I have like, no idea. Like, how do you idea. even get one of those bikes? Have you ever seen a hipster on one of those? It's it's cray. It's fascinating. It's so bananas. Motorcycles will be easy to you. What? No. Yeah. No motorcycles. No, no. Yeah. No, no. What do you think is more dangerous, motorcycling or biking? Because I feel like you get injured more on on bicycles, but motorcycles, if you fall, you just you die or You're have just traumatic. Dead now. You have traumatic brain injuries. Right. So. So I would I would say that the motorcycle is less preferable in that situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that? Did we do it? Is it? Yeah, I think we taught a lot ride? of people how to ride bikes. We didn't really talk about actually the mechanics of riding a bike. Like, just, everyone knows what a bike is, right? Like that would be bad if we didn't establish <laughs> that. Or like you know you sit and you pedal and you steer. That's how to ride a bike. Wait, uh-huh. Why don't we say that? This episode could have been two minutes long. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, on that note. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Downtime with John and Emily. We would like to thank Sipper for their song, Adam Driver. Again, you can look in the description below to find the a link to the music video for Adam Driver. And then you'll also be able to find some more stuff from them. We would also like to thank Ethan Gustafson for uh, the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more projects and works from Ethan at ethangustafson.com. Yeah, Downtime with John and Emily is sponsored by Audible.com. If you if you think you're the kind of, uh, you know, well-read and, and informed person that would enjoy a free 30-day trial to Audible.com, maybe you have a big car trip coming up, uh, please subscribe and get your free 30 days using the link audibletrial.com slash downtime. Get all that content for free. And uh, take a road trip with your buddies or something. Have a have a have a blasty blast. Yeah. Yeah. If you'd like to submit anything to us, if you are a musical artist or know of someone who would like to be featured on our show, all we need is a workable and uh, clear MP3 delivered to our inbox downtimesubs at gmail.com, where we also accept submissions for how tos, mm-hmm. as well as comments and questions about our lives, because we know you're all uh, very curious. We'd curious. like to see how how John's pigeon journey is working out. You can certainly submit an email to us or review us on iTunes. We really appreciate those reviews. We count on them to to be seen by other people who are maybe looking for similar things. Uh, if you have a friend who's looking for a podcast, just uh, just you know drop us in and kind of uh, tr- kind of make it seem like we have more followers or something, and be like, yeah, my favorite shows are uh, Serial and uh, Downtime with John and Emily. You know, as if, <laughs> as if we're on. Sort of the same level it's like there. almost as good as Serial. Yeah, it's like pretty much Serial, but it's Downtime with John and Emily. It's really fantastic. That yeah. would be amazing That'd be super dope. as well. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that's it, right? That's good. Uh, thank yeah. you so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. And I'm John Downey. Al Roker, I will fight you. Maybe you can help me.